0: Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing you regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness. With your host, Dan Nun. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of the Nun Report. It's always great to be here, man. There's uh, there's so much going on, but it all seems to be on one topic, or actually two. I mean, if you look at um, if you look at the fact that. The Biden crime family has been taking millions of dollars over the years, a lot of it from Ukraine, just recently from a Ukrainian businessman that uh, the Department of Justice and everybody else is ignoring. And in fact, distracting you from with the other thing that's in all the news, and that is the indictment of President Donald J. Trump. As you can imagine, I have a lot to say about that. I did a show on it yesterday before he was even indicted. I've done shows on about about it in the past where I have told you that it, he will be indicted. I have always maintained that. I knew he would be. And this is just uh, this is just another, another cog in the wheel for the extreme commie Democrats. Just like, I mean, they still have a couple of things to go. The Department of Justice can still indict him for insurrection and seditious conspiracy, and I'm certain that they will. Then you have Georgia with their election issues and him, uh, you know their allegations that he tried to change electors and that that was illegal. I would imagine that an indictment will be coming from there. These are all coming from Democrat uh, attorneys and DAs and uh, people from the Department of Justice. This guy Jack Smith, um, the the supposed special counsel that's supposed to be independent, is a complete lefty extreme commie Democrat activist and always has been. And so has his wife. In fact, they've worked on a lot of Democrat campaigns in the past and donate a lot of money to that. So we're going to look at all that as well. We might cover a couple of other little things, but really those, that's what's in the news right now. We still have an open border, of course, down there in Mexico. That hasn't changed. Grocery prices are still high. Gas prices are still high. Pretty much uh, inflation is still high. Biden is high, probably on the cocktail medications they feed him to uh, get him cognitively functional for at least a few hours a day, and he, you know, he has marginal success. You know, he has good days and bad days. His best days are when he's angry, Joe, yelling at everybody, um, or he would just be stupid, Joe, and everyone says, "Oh, that's just how Uncle Joe is." But let's, let's start off. Let's start off today. I want to start off first of all by congratulating. That's right. I want to congratulate. Uh, Raytheon and, and Lockheed Martin for increasing your profits. Now, I also want to congratulate all the Congress people who own stock in those companies because the Biden administration announces an additional security assistance for Ukraine. Today, the Department of Defense, oh, DOD, in case you don't know what that meant, <laughs> it's ridiculous, announced a new security assistance package underscoring the unwavering U.S. support for Ukraine. Is your support unwavering? My support is waving quite a bit. This package, which totals up to $2.1 billion and includes critical air defense and ammunition capabilities, is being provided under the Ukraine Security Assistance Initiative. Well, I'm glad for Raytheon and Lockheed Martin. I'm glad for all the Congress people that are making, you know, turning their, their $174,000 a year salary into a uh, $200 million estate empires it's weird how that happens right and it happens on both sides of the aisle I'm not uh, I'm not accusing I'm not placing blame on this one one side or the other obviously there are a lot of filthy disgusting rhino republicans who are getting wealthy off of this too so let's not forget to give them credit where that credit is due excuse me You know, when I was, uh, I remember when I was a kid and I, and I was young, you know, I was, I was born in, uh, you know, 68. So it's, uh, and I remember the Watergate hearings when I was a kid, we had three channels and sometimes a fourth. If you could get the antennas just right, you know, you might be able to get channel 12. And at the time that was a Canadian station. I lived in Washington state We'd get something from across the border. But the the main network channels were four, five, and seven, NBC, ABC, and CBS. And then eventually 13 turned into Fox. But anyway, at this time, when Watergate was going on, we had three channels. And I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. All that was on 24-7 every single day was the Watergate hearings. And I didn't really know what it was about. I thought it was really stupid TV. I'm like, where the hell are my cartoons? And what is going on? I want Starsky and Hutch and Mash, and you guys are showing this, whatever this is. It's like I mean, it was worse than watching um, we're, we're, it was it was horrible, especially as a child, right? And now we get we're gonna get to see a lot of that now. It's, although it's gonna be not as dry. because you get a ton of commentary on it. Not now we've got hundreds of channels. And thousands of podcasts and so many sources, and we're going to get inundated with this stuff. It has not even begun. Hasn't even begun. And I'm going to touch base on it as needed and as things pop and as things break, but I'm not going to get obsessed with it. I don't think that we should get obsessed with it other than the fact that we should unify behind Trump. You know, he never once abandoned us, he never once stopped fighting for the American people never once stopped being our champion. Never once did he waver at putting himself personally and reputationally and professionally on the line to protect our rights. And we need to remember that. And we need to be unified. We we don't need people like Mitt Romney. Screw Mitt. People like that can piss right off. But the rest of us, I don't care if you're a DeSantis supporter, if you're on the short bus for DeSantis. I don't care where you're at. If you're if you call yourself a conservative Republican, we need to circle our wagons around Donald Trump and stand with Donald Trump we need to unify as a party now more than ever because they're doing exactly what the intention of this is to do and that is to fragment the party and to intimidate people from uniting with Trump under fear of retribution against them talked about that yesterday cuz it's not about and that was that's what I said I said it's not about it's not about the indictment it's about intimidation and I and I stand by that This is not about Donald Trump. This is about what Donald Trump represents. And that is an end to the deep state and uh, no more politics as usual. And they can't have that. They won't accept it. And so that's where we find ourselves now. Today, I will spend a fair amount of coverage on the indictment because it is news and it is important. So first of all, who's Jack Smith? Uh, Somebody did a really funny meme. I didn't pull it up. I should have. It was Mr. Smith. And it had, you know, like 20 faces of him in sunglasses. It was, a, uh, it was a take on the Matrix, obviously, right? That was pretty funny. He came out with a statement today. And I don't think a lot of people even know who this guy is. Um, Let alone have they ever heard from him because these folks generally don't make public statements. They're pretty... Much in the shadows, They're special counsel. They're not supposed to be biased. They're supposed to be independent. They're not supposed to be public figures. But this guy decided to stick his stick his neck out and say this.
1: Today, an indictment was unsealed, charging Donald J. Trump with felony violations of our national security laws, as well as participating and a conspiracy to obstruct justice. This indictment was voted by a grand jury of citizens in the Southern District of Florida, and I invite everyone to read it in full, to understand the scope and the gravity of the crimes charged. The men and women of the United States intelligence community and our armed forces dedicate their lives to protecting our nation and its people. Our laws that protect national defense information are critical to the safety and security of the United States, and they must be enforced. Violations of those laws put our country at risk. Adherence to the rule of law is a bedrock principle of the Department of Justice. And our nation's commitment to the rule of law sets an example for the world. We have one set of laws in this country, and they apply to everyone.
0: We set an example to the world, and we have one set of laws that apply to everyone. Bullshit. We have two sets. We have we have one set of laws, but they're applied separately and distinctly, unequally, depending on what side of the aisle that they're on. Right now, the Democrats control the just, just, Department of Justice, which, by the way, is not a nonpartisan office. It is a completely partisan office they are appointed by the party in power. The attorney general, and then he, you know, hires on down the line. So it it is a completely partisan office, and that's nothing new. I mean, it has been that way. Generally, they're not such douchebags as as Garland Garland is, but uh, this this indictment is entirely a weaponization. It's this. This is a document case, right? That's all it is. This is not a big deal. It certainly is not such a big deal as to indict a former president of the United States now now if he was if he were actually peddling these documents if he were actually selling these things to you know China or Iran or Russia some arch enemy of the United States yeah the dude needs to be wrapped up and put in prison but that's not what's going on this was a document case uh, uh, it was a, uh, a a battle of wills on where the documents were going to be, who was going to hold on to, and between the archives and and between Donald Trump and his attorneys and the FBI to some extent, but it would have eventually got worked out. It did not have to become this, except that they're scared to death of Donald Trump getting elected again, and they need to do anything they can to stop him and set an example to anybody else who might want to go down the same path as him, that if you do, we will destroy you. And that's what it's always been about. These were, this was it. Uh, 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information. So basically they, they group together uh, count one through 31 into one charge. So that's why you hear different numbers. You have, you hear, oh, there's 38 charges. And then you hear there's also seven. Okay. What they did is they took one through 31, which were basically the exact same charge with a word changed here and there. And, So they group it all together. So one through 31, willful retention of national defense information. Uh, One count, false statements and representation. One count, conspiracy to obstruct justice. One count, withholding a document of record. One count, corruptly concealing a document of record. One count, concealing a document in a federal investigation. And one count, scheme to conceal. Also, it should be noted that his aide, Nada, was also indicted because he helped move some boxes around, apparently, at Mar-a-Laga. Now, keep in mind, the burden of proof in a grand jury is far lower. You, there is no, you don't have to prove anything beyond a reasonable doubt. The only evidence that's presented is that of the prosecution. The defense gets to present zero evidence. All they see and all they hear every single day, day in and day out for as long as it takes, is all the evidence that the prosecution wants to put down, whether that evidence is provable or not. It can be just all circumstantial and innuendo, but that's all you hear constantly. And out of 16, you got to have 12. That it doesn't have to even be a unanimous vote to indict, okay? So getting indicted and being convicted are two completely different things. Now, I would point out that all of these charges carry anywhere from five to 20-year penalties maximum and a monetary fine as well. He had it all up. It, if he were found guilty of all these charges, I can't imagine any reality where that would be. Although a couple of years ago, I didn't think there was any reality that we would be where we are today. Over a hundred years, you know, Donald Trump since mid seventies, seventy six. So they want him to die in prison. Former president of the United States. You have a party going after their primary political opponent, opponents they abhorred, an opponent that they smeared. And accused, falsely accused, proven to be falsely accused, impeached twice for nothings that were also proven to be bullshit. They've been after this guy for seven years now. And now we're supposed to be, oh, well, this is the one. This is the one. All the other stuff, never mind that we lied about Russian collusion, never mind that we lied about the Ukraine phone call, never mind all that. This, leave us on this, because this is real. This one's real. That's what they would have you believe. And if you believe that, I've got a couple of bridges I can sell you as well, as the saying goes back in the day. Yes, I'm old enough to remember that saying. And as I said, the Trump aide, uh, Wait nada has also been indicted alongside Donald Trump. And uh, Wall Street Journal reported that. He'd been... Uh, intricately involved in moving boxes of classified documents. Supposedly, allegedly, everything here, by the way, is allegedly, you look at all the leftist sites and legacy media they're trying to present, everything as it's fact. Oh, they have this and they have this and they have this in the indictment. None of it is proven. None of it, not a single word, sentence, box, picture, anything. None of it has been proven beyond a reasonable doubt. And let's remember, people, that in this country, in our system of justice, there is a presumption of innocence until proven guilty. And that guilt must be proven beyond any reasonable doubt by a unanimous jury of your peers. That's a pretty steep bar, and rightly so. That's how our system works. I hope and I pray that, uh, that he does get a good trial in a real trial of a jury of his peers. So who is Jack Smith? Well, I told you, well, he's he's a complete uh, political uh, activist. He's a extreme commie Democrat uh, that wears a suit and a beard. The wife of his the special counsel, Jack Smith, was a producer on Michelle Obama's documentary Becoming and Donated $1,000 to Joe Biden's 2020 campaign. She looks like a, Liberal, then she, and that's weird. They, all got that look, but uh, yeah, th- this, this is a complete hack job. It's, it's complete, complete setup. Anyway, check this out. This is what uh, we we'll take calling Marshall here from uh, local four news. But this was, this was good with uh, J D Vance. Has a little something to say about it. Check it out.
2: Republican U.S. Senator J.D. Vance says he believes Donald Trump did nothing that should rise to the level of prosecution. Earlier today, Vance told me he does not believe the Justice Department has exercised the appropriate level of caution that he says is required if you are investigating a sitting president or a former president in the midst of a campaign. We cannot have a justice system where you have the leader of the opposition attacked over very minor things and, and questionable questionable whether he ever violated the law to begin with. I certainly don't think that he did. But if you're going to go after the former president of the United States, you have got to have the goods because it corrupts the entire political process. It changes people's votes, and it makes our justice system appear political.
0: This is election interference again. They figured out in 2020 that they can have election interference before the election even happens. And that it's very hard to prove that it was direct interference, but that's exactly what this is. They're trying to put down their primary political opponent. And there's some speculation that what they they might even try to not put him under house arrest, but not allow him to travel. Could you imagine if they put a travel ban on him so he couldn't travel? They could technically do that along with a gag order. And then, you know, how do you campaign with that? They could do that. Dan Bongino was on Newsmax today and I, I watched his show. He had a great he had a great take on it because keep in mind when you're talking about a distraction from You know, all of a sudden these the documents come out from the FBI proving that from a reliable paid FBI informant, a paid source, a source that they have trusted in the past, trusted him so much that they paid him money. That the Bidens took money from Ukraine, from the CCP, and various foreign sources. To have influence on policy decisions. Now, at the time Biden was vice president, the vice president doesn't make policy. Who makes policy? The president makes policy. That would be who was president at that time? Oh, oh, oh. Obama. That's right. I knew it started with a O. All of a sudden, when that comes out, bam, we're indicting Trump. Distraction, distraction. Because who are they trying to protect, really? Check this. You have to understand what's going on. The timing here is not accidental. Evidence came out today, hard evidence, that the president of the United States, while he was Obama's vice president, was involved in the biggest political payoff in in human history in a political scandal. This is all about making Trump go away and covering up for not just Biden, but covering up for Obama, Rob. Remember. Biden was the vice president. If he was paid a
3: bribe for policy decisions, what policy decisions? He can't make them. He was Obama's vice president. Everything is about
0: covering up for the Obama-Biden regime. That's all this is. The timing here is not accidental. That's what the collusion hoax was. Never underestimate the ability of Joe Biden to F things up. So um Brahim Kassam was on the war room, Steve Bannon's war room today. And he, he, he spoke on what I kind of started out this show with. And that is that now is not the time to become fragmented as a party. It's exactly what they want. The extreme commie Democrats, they want us to become fragmented dude. people. I have talked on this and talked on it and talked on it. You can hate the, Democrats and leftists as much as you want. You can disagree with them as much as you want, but you have to acknowledge that they don't break ranks, that they will unify behind any purpose, any topic, anything that the party wants them to do. And they will get in lockstep behind it. And they accomplish a lot that way. And uh, like it or hate it, that's the way it is. And until we start to play by the same game and the same rules, we're going to continue to lose. And I, I, I've talked on this a lot. Here's what Raheem Kassam has to say on this issue.
2: And there's you know, more leaked audio that nobody's allowed to listen to coming, I'm sure right between now and next year is going to be the single most dirty fight you can ever witness in your entire life um that's it this is the ball game this is everything and and they've geared up for it right whether it's their new uh, steel that they're working on right now which we're doing lots of investigative work uh, i hope to have some stories up on that for you guys soon Um, or whether it's the, you know, the, the, the solidarity of messaging that's coming out from all of these different camps, all of these different elements of the left, of the globalists, of the corporate uh, establishment, they're all in it together. And if you don't all stand together at this point in time, guess what? Sorry to be the bearer of bad news. You're going to lose.
0: Yeah, I've got a couple more clips from Raheem Kassam. Raheem Kassam, uh, by the way, the National Pulse, you can find that at the nationalpulse.com. He's a great source. And by the way, I'm not affiliated with him in any way. It's not a paid ad. This is just me saying, hey, this is a person and a source I find very valuable. He, he's well-researched. He's, he's articulate. He's right on, and he's a great communicator. And um, that's why I check him out for for information. And it looks like I didn't get these videos queued very well. Let's try this one.
2: Right. This is the time to say, hey, our enemies are screaming in our faces that they are our enemies and that they are going to slay us all. we will hang together. And instead of actually coming together uh, to fight them off, you have people on the political right trying to cast more and more division on the political right so that you don't have a united front. You can't fight a war like that. You cannot, st- you know, you, you guys say it all the time, right? And A house divided cannot stand. And, and this, it will not stand. You know, you have to, have to, have to come together on something like this because they all are, they all are. You know, uh, people talk about, oh, they're Marxists. Some people say, oh, they're globalists. Some people say, you know, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> they are all united behind the same common purpose right now. And it's time the political right took a leaf out of that playbook.
0: Yeah, we can't keep playing by two sets of rules. We can't. That's how we lose. And, and we'll continue to lose until we figure that out. But unfortunately, you've still got people like, like Romney and Shani, and, uh, and poor little Adam. All right, one more from Raheem, and then we'll move on. Check this one.
2: This doesn't feel like the United States of America anymore. It, it's got to the point where you start to think, is it? Is it even MAGA, right? Is it even make America great again? Or is it just make America America again at this point in time? And I think the crowing of the Mad Owls, where she effectively gives away that this is a political hit through the Biden DOJ, I think the fact that they're willing and ready to say that on national television tells you everything about where this is coming from and, by the way, where it's going. And where it's going is if the, if the political right don't unite now behind Donald Trump, then effectively what they're saying is we have to roll over to placate the state. We have to choose somebody different because the government won't let us have our real candidate. That is the signal. If you take the L, you will hold that L forever. I think it's time for a lot of people to, you know, come home, quite frankly. Your campaigns were fun. They were fine. You know, you did your little Twitter launches and all of that stuff. It's time to forget about the noise and come home.
0: I agree 1,000%, if there were such a thing as a 1,000%. So let's just call it 100%. Stay in the realm of reality, unlike our people across the aisle that like to live in fantasy land and a reality they create. But we are at war. We are absolutely 100% at war. And if until we start to approach it like that, until we circle our wagons, as well as the Democrats do, until we start to begin, start to begin, until we begin <laughs> to play by the same set of rules, and fight what this evil is it's going to be real tough man i do believe in miracles but i also believe that we need to put our good foot forward and put in a good faith effort and uh, and stand with president trump and stand with against against what's going on let's get a couple more reactions here uh, there's It's just good to hear from different sources, different people. Uh, Laura Loomer, she says, and this involves circling the wagons. I said this yesterday on the show myself. I'm voting for the guy who has the most arrests and indictments because that means he has actually fought for something. I'm voting for the guy most hated by the media and GOP elites because that means he's pissing off all the right people. If he becomes the nominee for the Republican Party, I don't care if he's in a prison cell. I will be voting Donald J. Trump. And uh, because that's that's my level of commitment. That's the same level of commitment that all the extreme commie democrats have for Biden, even though he's Swiss cheese for brains. Can we have the same level of commitment for a candidate? Or are we just gonna are we just gonna roll over to whatever the left wants us to do and say, Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, here's a here's a candidate that you might like better because he'll go ahead and play the game. With you, I mentioned Mitt Romney. This is what Mitt Romney had to say: U.S. Senator Mitt Romney, Republican, you turn Republican my ass. Guy's a turncoat, mother effer. Okay, this is what he said: Like all Americans, Mr. Trump is entitled to the presumption of innocence. The government has the burden of proving its charges beyond a reasonable doubt and securing a unanimous verdict by a South Florida jury. By all appearances, the Justice Department and Special Counsel have exercised due care, afforded Mr. Trump the time and opportunity to avoid charges that would not generally have been afforded to others. Mr. Trump brought these charges upon himself by not only taking classified documents, but by refusing to simply return them when given numerous opportunities to do so. These allegations are serious and, if proven, would be consistent with his other actions Offensive to the national interests, such as withholding defensive weapons from Ukraine, or political for political reasons, and failing to defend the capital from violent attacks and insurrection. This guy is a class, a piece of shit. None of this is proven. None of it is factual. But then, first he says everyone is is presumed innocent, and then he and then he talks about. But this is what he did, and he deserves. This, he brought this all on himself. Brought what on himself? I thought you said that people were presumed innocent and that they needed to be proven guilty unanimously by a jury of their peers. I thought that's what you said, but then you turn around and you say, Mr. Trump brought this on himself by refusing to return the documents when given numerous opportunities to do so. You're talking out of both holes, As you can tell, I'm not a big Mitt Romney fan. I can't believe I actually, you know, when he was running against Obama, I actually supported Mitt Romney because I figured, well, he's going to be better than Obama. He would have been exactly the same. He might've been worse. They're on the same team. You know that, right? You got that all figured out now that some of these so-called Republicans are on the same team as the extreme commie Democrats. They just put a different letter in front of their name. They are good at politics. Very, very good. Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House, the guy who rolled over on the debt ceiling and became part of the, uh, again, on the same team, what I just said with a different letter in front of his name. He's trying to redeem himself. He said, today is indeed a dark day for the United States of America. It is unconscionable for a president to indict the leading candidate opposing him. Joe Biden kept classified documents for decades. True more, far more, and for far longer, and in far many different places than than uh, Trump did. I and every American who believes in the rule of law stand with President Trump against this grave injustice. House Republicans will hold this brazen weaponization of power accountable. Oh, really? Because so far you haven't done a damn thing in two years to hold anybody accountable. Well, a year and a half. <laughs> what are you going to do? What? I see another strongly worded letter coming. Uh, Kingsley Cortez, uh, she's been on the show before and uh, I love to follow her on Twitter. I consider her a friend. She's a great uh, young Republican back in DC and uh, a staunch Trump supporter. But, uh, and it's great to see a young conservative like that. But she always she's been making a big joke lately. Oh, here comes another strongly worded letter from the Republicans. Strongly worded letters don't change anything. Now, I do agree that this stuff should all be exposed, that that it does accomplish something and that it gets information out there to a broader scope of people that that by having hearings and and sending out letters and making public statements, that at least it's getting information out there. But does it really give you any concrete difference? McCarthy says, House Republicans will hold this brazen weaponization of power accountable. If you really meant that, you wouldn't have bought off on an unlimited increase to the debt ceiling. You caved. Your words mean nothing now. I'm sorry. You lost me. I'm a, I'm a believer in you know, giving people the benefit of the doubt and judging them by not what other people say or how other people have experienced them, but how I experienced them. And I went into Mc- Kevin McCarthy's speakership that way. It's like, well, okay, man, I know he's kind of been a flip-flopper in the past and kind of blows around with a political wind and um, is part of the deep state. Not quite a rhino, but definitely definitely kind of a Lindsey Graham sort of vibe going on with him. And, uh, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And he did pretty well. He has done well right up until there was a huge issue that it really mattered. And that was the debt ceiling. And he blew it. He caved. He gave the Democrats pretty much everything they wanted. it was going to blow up our debt. He basically gave them unlimited unlimited spending for the next two years. And uh, and it's too bad. It's too bad. Anyway, he lost my vote of confidence. I'm telling you right now. Dan Bongino tweeted this: "People who've had their political opponents arrested—well, Mao, Stalin, Mussolini, Pol Pot, Hitler, Amen, and Biden. Facts. That's quite a club to be to be a part of there, Joe Biden. And uh, you know when you look at." When you look at what's going on here with with Biden, it's really nothing new. We're not getting anything different or anything surprising. Mm-hmm. Biden has always been Biden. He used to be a little more, quite a bit more coherent and better at his lying because he still had his faculties about him, which he does not now. But he hasn't really changed much. And, and let me... Uh, first start by this is what he just said about the bribery scheme that the documents undisputedly prove that he was a part of from a paid fbi informant if they're paid that means they're trusted that they've been used in the past and found to be reliable reliable enough they're getting paid that's who the whistleblower is the bribery allegation
1: congresswoman nancy May says there's damning evidence in the fbi file that you sold out the country do you have a response to congressional republicans
3: where's the money I'm joking, Mr.
1: President. to a bunch of
0: malarkey, Mr. President. Whenever he says I'm joking, it means no. I actually, actually just slipped up and told you the truth, and now I'm joking. Where's the money? What a smug, arrogant, cocky asswipe. Seriously, I can't think of a better way to describe him. Swiss cheese for brains, rotting bag of oatmeal is what Dan Bongino calls him. That this guy is bad and he's arrogant. Well, where's the money? If you can't find the money, it never happened. Do you know how much money the Biden family has bilked from foreign countries over the decades he's been in office, and especially the last 10 to 15 years? You think they have any offshore accounts sitting out there? Do you think they have any think they laundered any money through? any of their dozens of shell companies, all the LLCs that they set up that do absolutely zero except launder money. But this is nothing new. You can't forget this classic.
3: Um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <coughs> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess the, Twelfth, thirteenth time to Kyiv, and uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee, and I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had they were walking out the press conference. I said no, nah, I said I'm not going to we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said I said call him. I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours. I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, well, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid.
0: He sat there and announced a quid pro quo deal. Internationally. The Biden crime family has been getting rich from the corrupt regimes in Ukraine for a very long time. Ukraine is not a democracy, by the way. This is ridiculous. We're not defending democracy over there. We're defending the military industrial complex and those that invest in it and those that launder money through Ukraine. And who knows, maybe some bioweapons stuff too, That some shenanigans we had going going on over there. But definitely... It's not about democracy and it's not about freedom and it's not about NATO. It's about something far, far bigger and far more nefarious. I don't I can't believe that anybody actually trusts these people anymore when they say when they just say things. The United States is not behind the war in Ukraine. The United States is not behind Joe Biden. but they act like they have some sort of mandate to do whatever the hell they want because they don't care. The faster they destroy this company, this company, the faster they destroy this country, the more they solidify their power and their wealth, which are kind of one and the same, right? The Biden crime family I said it yesterday. I'm going to say it again today. The number one threat to, domestic, to, to to the security of the United States domestically is not white supremacy. It's not extreme MAGA Republicans. It is the extreme commie Democrats and the Joe Biden crime family and the puppet masters that are controlling him. That is the number one threat to our democracy. And that is what we need to circle our way against and fight against. We have got to become a team. We can't keep playing by two sets of rules. The Democrats got it down. They're a well-oiled political machine. And they will continue to win until we become the same. Thanks for watching. If you've just been listening on the the radio, renegade radio.com or any of the podcast channels, make sure to check me out on rumble.com/slash the nun report. Got all the video and everything that I put up today is on there. Tons of content over there, over 250 episodes now. This is 251. I can't even believe it. I'm also on all the socials at The Nun Report, except TikTok, because I don't do that commie BS, and Twitter, because I couldn't get the same handle, so it's at Nun Report on Twitter. Okay. Also, my website, the nunreport.com. That makes it easy. Just go to one place and you can link into everything. So, if you remember anything, just remember the nunreport.com. You can go there, link into everything. It's all free, every single bit of it. You're not going to get blasted with spam. You're not going to get hit with paywalls. Just go there, do it. I appreciate your support. Okay. Thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.